Welcome to the Rebel and Muse podcast, where you can join us on our journey of self-improvement. I'm Kaleo Wassman. And I'm Melanie Wassman. Tune in each week to discover how we find balance in health, love, and life. You know I'm a dreamer. I am so excited to be back in the saddle again. I'm so excited to be home. I was listening to Motley Crue's uh, Home Sweet Home uh-huh. the whole time on the plane ride from uh, New York. Newark. Newark. <laughs> Newark. I went to that airport and kind of blew me away a little bit because that airport's super um, advanced technology-wise. What I mean by that is every seat in the Newark uh, airport has an iPad. On this iPad. Every seat? Every seat. Not just the ones in the restaurant, not just the ones in the bar, but even the seats of like the community tables that they have like set up where you can like charge your phone and your Uh um, computer and stuff. There's iPads there. And what you can do is you can order anything in the airport from this iPad and it will be delivered to you. No way. I promise you. Like New York Airport is, it's very, (laughs) um, uh, well, how do you say it's a... This dystopian dystopian society society is really it was a trip so here i am at the bar of this really nice i was actually very impressed with this raw bar um it, the raw bar of course you know had like oysters and shrimps and <laughs> shrimps like max says and <laughs> lobster and crab and i was like okay this is fantastic so i sit down have a glass of wine and i go ahead and i'm, I'm pushing you know um how to order and the uh the bartender comes up to me and he says hi do you know um how this this all works and i'm like yes i've seen an ipad before but i mean sassy I, well yeah i was a bit sassy i was like <laughs> i was kind of tired at the point too so i'm like yeah i know the ipad works but um you know it's not really suggest suggesting like a a good rosé and <laughs> and carlos was his name and he looked at me and he was like I know. So let's talk. And I was so happy about that. that to have a communication. To have with like a, a human, human connection. Yeah. It got to the point where like I'm looking around. Everyone in this airport is not speaking to anyone. Everyone is just pushing the iPad. And I I was like, oh my gosh, this is horrible. There was like no human connection whatsoever going on. Well, okay, but that morning, which is kind of trippy because that morning you've been on tour in a bus with, you know, eight other guys. Yes. And on tour with other bands. So you, you're consistently around people. Yes. And you went back to the hotel early last or the night before and said, oh, tomorrow I want to have as little communication with people as possible. I just want to kind of do my thing to are you decompress. Tr- yeah. Are you trying to like. Say that you brought this into your vibration, yeah. In a way, yeah. Huh. Okay, I, <laughs> right? I, I, I get it. I get it. Which is kind of trippy, right? So you put this into vib- your vibration, and all of a sudden you show up at the Newark Airport, Newark, and there's no communication with humans because everyone's nose is in an iPad. It was pretty trippy, and you're right. Like I, I actually did say that, and the time that I had to myself was fantastic because, uh, you know, we played Asbury Park, and to travel from Asbury Park to Newark Airport was like uh, like about an hour and a half because of Sunday traffic. 
So when I got there, and um, my flight didn't leave till 7 p.m. because I went ahead and booked the wrong, uh, <laughs> the wrong time. <laughs> I didn't realize that I booked the wrong time until it was, you know, too too late to uh, cancel and um, to do any kind of canceling fee. It would have been more than the ticket cost, actually. <laughs> so I just. I just took it on the chin, and now I need to pay way more attention to my Expedia purchasing. Amateur. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> After all this time of like gloating about my uh, uh, traveling, uh, your savvy, yeah, my savvy, the way I conduct my travel, <laughs> I just go ahead and blow it completely by doing a PMAM switch up. It's it was like a first-time tour manager snafu. <laughs> oh, you know the funny thing is, is our tour manager, who will remain nameless at this time, but I had a tour manager do that, but it was for an international flight. And so we spent 12 hours in the LA Tom Brady <laughs> airport. It was horrific. Um, so anyway, so yeah, it was it was very interesting. I'm so happy to, to be back home. And now I understand what you're talking about with the heat. Yes, so... It's pretty hot. I don't think it's as hot as East Coast, however, right? I think uh, they're having like a big heat wave. But in our house, for some reason right now or this summer, the way the wind is blowing or, or not, not blowing, yeah. we don't have a lot of airflow in the house. And so I've been putting the AC on. And this is kind of a trippy thing. How You, you can gauge how hot it is by how low I have to put my AC in order to just feel cool. My AC is on 80. Yeah. This, That's this, pretty wild. This global warming. To keep me cool, it's uh, it's 80, which this, means it's like about 90 in the house sometimes. Wow. When you put it that way, it's just like, ugh. Yeah. And it's like that sluggish kind of feel, you know. But um, yeah, when you, when you think about it, like the warming of the globe, <laughs> that's real. Like yes. it's, it's really happening. And America has been hot. And we've I've been on tour now for I think like 10 weeks, nine or 10 weeks or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um it's been warm. This tour has been like beautiful, though. The experiences um, that I've 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 had and and the friends that I've been around have been uh, absolutely incredible. But it, it's pretty long, and I'm I'm happy to be home for these you know these next forty nine hours that I am home. <laughs> you know, and just glad to be back in the saddle, like you said earlier. Yes. Yeah. So we're gonna do a Q and A. Actually, I just posted this this morning. Which by the time you hear this, it'll be. Um, in a different time. <laughs> However, <laughs> we haven't done this in a while. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, me too. Let's get back into honestly, it. Honestly, we so we haven't sat down together and done a podcast in a really long time because we had all these interviews. And because Kalea was leaving on tour, we've just been playing these interviews every week. And um, so, yeah, it's been a couple of months. We haven't sat down to a meal. Let's just put it that way That's for a true. very long time. In a while, yeah. yeah, yeah. Welcome home. It's nice to be back, and the water is beautiful. It is. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna do a little Q and A, and um, we've had, gosh, we have some really good questions already coming in. So let's start. Let's just jump Crack right it, into babe. it. Crack okay. it. Um, first one is: Would you ever move back to Hawaii? Well, actually, two people asked something similar. One person asked. Do we still live in Hawaii or um, just Southern California? And then another person asked, would we ever move back to Hawaii? 
So the answer is um, yes, no, and maybe. <laughs> we mm. do live in Southern California, um, but we go back home as much as possible. All, all of our family's still there, except for my um, one side of my family's up in Oregon. And we we love it there. We have, it, it, it is home. So yeah, eventually we'll have a place there that we can call home and we can spend more time there. Um, but for now, we hang our hat in Southern California. I um, the way I feel about this is I I don't know if I'll live in Hawaii um, again full time. time. Yeah, know? same full time. I um I've grown to love uh, San Diego, um, and also I wouldn't mind immersing myself in a language I don't know to teach myself. Um, and I would really like to do this uh, maybe somewhere that would offer um the availability of two languages, meaning uh, like the southwest part of France, which you can get to Spain very easily, you Mm -hmm. know, Um, so I could learn French and Spanish and, you know, just the mixture of it as well. Uh, I would love to live in Biarritz or Oscar because A, I've had great experiences there and B, there's really good waves and Mm -hmm. really good and really good nature and really good people and really good food. I really am open to that. Um, I think those would be like the three places I would love to spend most of my time um, would be Kona, California and, you know, southwest of France. Southwest France. Yep. Same. Well, that ties into uh, another question. Do either of you speak another language? Um, Not fluently. (laughs) You speak pidgin. Oh, well, yeah, that was another part of it. Actually, you speak almost every language. You're kind of like a spy in a sense. And it's a little unnerving sometimes when I find myself with you in another country. And all of a sudden, you just whip into this dialogue of, yeah. I, uh, have you been here before, Mel? No, no, never. So, um, how do you, how do you, how do you know all these words? And and how, 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 how are you, you able to talk to the waitress and order us food? Yeah, I don't know. It just comes back to me. <laughs> yeah, it just comes back to me. It, it is a bit unnerving. Um, just like understand what you really are, but uh, it's. For me, no. Um, I'm actually horrible with all language and accents, except for <clears throat> Hawaiian Creole. <laughs> pigeon. Also known as Pigeon. Yeah, you're pretty good in Pigeon. Oh, yeah, I'm really good in Pigeon. Well, you had to. We had to but, growing but, up. But I know, we had to. But here's another thing, too. Pigeon changes from island to island. It actually changes from district to district. I mean, Kau Pigeon is completely different than Waimea Pigeon. Yes. And so it's just, <laughs> so what you got to do is like you just like, you know, you'll get around. But I mean... It's it's kind of it's like a vast thing, but um, however, yes, I've always been impressed with your uh, your your spy abilities and your language skills. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well, I do speak a little bit of Spanish, French, Italian, Swedish, Russian. No. Yeah. I did take German. Russian for a semester in yeah. seventh grade, but I don't remember any of it. Uh, sw- yeah, you no, said Swedish. No German. Uh, you're you're pretty much no, pretty all much the way just. Spanish, French, Italian, Swedish. I think that's it. Depends <laughs> yeah, on where it, we it, are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it until the next country. However, I'm very excited because our dear neighbors, Lisa and Lauren. Who uh, we've had on the podcast before. Who we did have on the podcast mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. Um, it's so nice to have them speak Swedish because now uh, the other day at yoga, Lisa said something or I said something and she responded in Swedish and so we had a little mini little teeny mini conversation so now I'm really inspired for her to just immerse me back into Swedish and so I can get um, I can become fluent awesome yeah good good question 
Um, all right, the next one is, oh, this is a good one. Let's see, do you ever feel self-conscious on stage? The answer is... I assume this is for you. <laughs> the answer, yeah, I, I, I kind of put that together. The an, Well, actually, no, this could actually go for you too. Why don't we put it in your court as well? Because you, um, you can relate because you, teach, workshops, yeah, you yeah. teach yoga uh, classes and workshops. So that to me is a stage as well. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, do I ever feel self-conscious on stage? The answer is sometimes. And I think it just comes in waves. If I find that I'm getting in my own head, like with anything, you know, if, I, if I'm not, if I'm not putting fun into it, then I'll get into my own head. And then that's where all of these um, sabotaging, self-doubting thoughts will come flushing in. And once that happens, and if I allow myself to go down that, that rabbit hole, down that spiral, it'll be harder to get myself out and so what I have to do is I have to be mindful and aware and consciousness and this is where meditation can help out a lot it's like okay what are you thinking about right now and what a simple question to ask yourself but it's quite important what am I thinking about right now do I want to be thinking that why why do I or do not want to think it and what other thoughts can either make me feel better in the moment and the now because that's truly all that there is anyway um so yes i can get self-conscious on stage because it's a human condition and i've been actually really happy and accepting and grateful about it i've been happy and and all of a sudden like if i have like a, a, a limiting thought i start to thank it because now i have a different point of reference now i can focus on the opposite and that will pull me out of the the thought dungeon uh, that I've kept myself in. And I know what freedom is because it's the opposite of what I may be thinking at the time. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. <clears throat> yeah, everyone gets self-conscious. I get self-conscious sometimes when I drive. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> Let me put it this way. Yeah. Um, if I'm driving or, you know... I'll sometimes feel like, oh, maybe I really should slow down and not cut that person off or whatever it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> Good awareness. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, you know what? All right. Maybe I'll just mellow out and and <laughs> pull over and let this person pass me or whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. But I mean, it is really the human condition and and I don't think it stops. No. I, I don't think it ever stops. Well, but it's the human experience. Yeah. This is why we're here to learn and, and continue to evolve. Yeah, it's one of those things where, like, you know, nowadays I don't think self-conscious is a bad thing. I just think now it's just an aware, it's more awareness. Mm -hmm. And how do I really want to be feeling it and how to use it so I can get to another place that I'd rather be. Okay. Okay, cool. Done. Um, Yes, for me, absolutely. Uh, And and I, I think that when I'm not completely prepared or when I'm not feeling 100% is when I kind of feel self-conscious, which I think is um, probably a lot of people can share that. Human experience, Um, But also, and you've probably experienced this, when someone looks like they're not having a good time. (laughs) So, I mean, this could be you on stage. This could be me teaching a yoga class or leading a workshop or doing a teacher training, whatever it is. When someone looks like they're not having fun, or enjoying themselves, I feel like, oh, shoot. 
what is it that they're not connecting with? How can I make them connect? But after be, you know doing this for over 10 years, I realized that it's it's sometimes they may not even know that they have that look on their face. I know one time I, I I've never really seen myself do yoga up until this point. And in our old house, I had a, a mirror and I did some yoga in our bedroom and I saw myself in the mirror and I looked so pissed off. <laughs> I looked angry and I swore I was having a good yoga class and I felt good and I looked and it was like, whoa, resting bitch face. <laughs> so maybe people don't even realize that they look like they're they're not enjoying themselves. Not that they have resting bitch face, but they just could be concentrating or um, they might just look like that. That's, that's, re- that's <laughs> like that, me doing that's, yoga. That's really interesting because that happens at shows, right? Mm-hmm. But but then someone someone told me something. Don't worry about it. That person's so stoned that they don't <laughs> know where they are, and it's true because now, yeah, like it's, it's you know, it. like we not 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 only has it been made stronger. There's extracts of it. There's wax. There's dabs. There's all this kind of stuff. So you never know if someone's just so stoned that they're they're just not even like really there. Or thinking about something else. I mean, there could be so many reasons. Or yeah, maybe they're not having a good time. And you know what? That's up to them. Yeah, let it go. Yeah. You know, stop trying to make anyone happy. That's that's a fool's journey. Right. There's that saying, what other people think of you is none of your business. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Right? Yeah, perfect. Yeah. So as a new yoga teacher back in the day, I used to try to focus on making that person have a good time. Right? right. Like, what does this person want? Uh, what poses do they want to do? Whatever it was. Um, now I just teach how I teach and if if you don't vibe with it then you know that's there's so many yoga teachers out there and that's okay we're not going to please everyone it's just it's just a great reminder yeah you have to just do you all the time and we you know we we are people and people and relationships are are so much of the experience so when you can like honestly say yo that's up to you that's that's really powerful. That's just a great shifting and a great awareness. And I love that. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. I like these questions. I know. These are really good. Um, let's see. Are there still spots left on the yoga retreat coming up? And do I have to be good at yoga? Um, um, I'm not sure if there's any spots left. Maybe. There. Let's see. There are. Yep. Okay. We do have. They're actually, gosh. So Sagrada Wellness Center opened up a beautiful new, they built a beautiful new um accommodation center Mm. and the rooms there are so cute they're little boutique rooms but you're still on like a a ranch setting yeah um saltwater pool there's hiking trails there's a jacuzzi you can star stargaze out in the jacuzzi Yeah, there's no light pollution whatsoever it is so beautiful Uh beautiful yoga space this is our third one huh this is our third animal yeah right on um it's coming up september 28th through 30th and there are still spaces available um, I'm not sure how many. I, I, I haven't really looked lately, but um, you do not have to be good at yoga. And, and just, I mean, first of all, you don't have to be good at yoga ever. <laughs> well, I mean, in life. I mean, yoga, yoga is just, it's such, it's more vast than, you know, just the traditional Western thinking of yoga, which is just more asana based. Mm-hmm. Yoga is, yoga is just, it's just ancient wisdom, yeah. you know, of, of tapping into who you really are. Right. And the way we teach, all of our classes are going to be accessible. So 
you, we can modify. Um, you're never, you never have to do anything. It's all about creating the practice that suits you. So even if you didn't want to take a yoga class, everything that you're there for, it's your experience and is optional. Um, so yeah, it is September 28th through 30th, San Luis Obispo at Sagrada Wellness Center. And there's some spots left. So if you haven't, if you haven't never been on a retreat, <laughs> like I've never been on a retreat before this, mm-hmm. just just surf trips, right. which are kind of a retreat in itself. You mean before we started this? Before we started this. Yes. And then, um, I, you know, it was just, it was so, my favorite thing about the retreat for the last two years has been the unity that happens mm-hmm. f- with, through strangers from all over. And yeah. it's, to me, when every time that that it's over, um, I'm just so, so happy about the, the relationships that, that have occurred. Yeah, we have some exciting um, new things coming up this year, too. We have some repeat retreaters. Say that 10 times. Repeat <laughs> retreaters that come back every year. And we're really excited. We have um, some new things happening, um, which maybe we'll talk about that later. Okay, yeah. It's kind of a surprise. It's but. Al- yeah, it's almost kind of like its own podcast. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Um, let me go back to our email here. Um, having to. Oh, this is a good one. Having to work with so many different people in music. Are there people known for not being cool that you have had to avoid? <laughs> <laughs> this is a loaded question. Um, <laughs> how, how about this? I'll, I'll answer it this way. Music is it's an art, and it's so vast. And sometimes you really get together with an artist and you either clash or you get along really well. Fortunately, I've had the 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 blessed uh, situation of working with artists, especially in my genre, where we're more concentrated on a lighter lifestyle, meaning the music is positive. The music is it's pretty light. It's airy. And what I mean by airy is not like airhead, but just, you know, there's enough heaviness in the world. So to be reminded of positivity within the lyrics and the music and fun and being with friends and being out and, and you know, just enjoying life um, in this capacity, it's, it's, this genre really lends itself to those kind of uh, song subjects. Um, and, you know, it's, it's so big that, that, if you do find an artist that you kind of don't really gel with, it's pretty awesome on the other sense too. Because if an artist is coming from a different place than you are, it's fantastic as well. Because now you're pushing the envelope on the art. And now it turns into something that you would have never expected. And it might be really, really good. It might suck too, but it might be really, really good. Just to go in and have that openness though, it's very important. As far as names go, you're not going to get any names from me. But uh, <laughs> but I will tell you that there are all kinds of different people in this industry, just like there's all kinds of people in every other industry. So mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter. You're going to run into people that you gel with or you are combative with or you just kind of feel about. So, so whatever it is, again, kind of understand where you are. Try to find the best of it and proceed and hopefully something really good comes out and uh you know when it comes down to to music it's it's always like okay 
So how can we make this the when I'm talking about my band? How can we make this the greater good? And of course, you know, even in a three piece, the opinions are completely different. You know, of course, there's a lot of symmetry, but again, there's a lot of there's a lot of conflict in a small little band as well. And what this does, it provides a a uh, a platform for you to discuss and to take ideas higher and higher and higher. Um, if they need to be for growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. that's where I mean, hopefully that's anytime there is conflict, wherever it is, that's where there is opportunity for growth. Yeah. And it's yeah. just it, it goes through every business. It goes through every relationship. And mm-hmm. it's it, and it's a constant. Yes. Yeah. Um, the next part of that. Well, I don't know if it's the next part, but it's her next question. Tell me about a time when you refuse to compromise your integrity, but it hurt your career. Okay, um, I got one. It was it was back in the day with major labels, and um, <laughs> back in the day, it was it was you know we've had two major label deals, and it was really focused for them to make a hit, quote unquote, right? And so, one of the greatest things about one of the, the bigger songs that we've ever had was, um, you know, Give It Up from Kona Town. It didn't even hit radio until two years after the record was released. So here we are in this major label record after this. And they they need a hit. They need a hit. They sent out these writers to work with. It was a great experience. They didn't have a hit. And um, they were going to shelf the album for a really long time. This album was called No Shame. And we decided, like, you know what? We're not going to shelf this we want it we're very proud of it we want to put it out and with that we lost complete favor of this record label and um i mean a major record label especially at this time i think there's like 2006 had a lot of money but it wasn't ever about money it was always about the integrity of the three of us of what we wanted to do with our music and we felt really proud of no shame and i'm happy to say to this day i'm so pleased with how everything went down we got dropped from that major label but we have retained that record no shame and we brought it to our record label that we've started law records mm-hmm. and to this day not only are we proud of it but a lot of people um always come up and say that they've gotten you know something from that record and that's at the end of the day the, the the bigger picture for me it's about putting back into this world you know something like that where it can help people because helping people is, is truly um it's a blessing it's an opportunity it's a it's a privilege to help people so i'm really happy that we did not shelf it um and we put the songs out there and we let them speak for themselves and people were vibing with it so it was really really a beautiful thing so that's where our integrity definitely (laughs) was more important than staying with a record label and staying with their money Mm -hmm. awesome yeah all right um what is the worst thing about being on tour (sighs) trying to find a toilet to shit in every morning (laughs) like it's and not having your your squatty potty borrow you sods no we have a squatty potty that's fine it's just you don't know where you're going to poop. Just think yeah. about like I, I want everyone to think about that really so that, quick. It's called a drop zone, by the way. Yeah, it's a drop zone. Listening. So yeah. here's what happens. You wake up 
if if I wake up earlier than anybody, I have the opportunity to a vacuum and b meditate after I have a clean area. Now, if I wake up a little later, the first talk in the front lounge is always you find a drop zone yet? <laughs> like it is seriously the first thing all of us talk about because this is some serious glamorous rock star shit. Yeah, babe. because we because there's no there's no <laughs> shitting on a bus, right? There's no, no shit. That shit's rank. You never do that. If you find yourself on a bus ever, do not shit on it. Second of all, um, yeah, I deserve that E rating on this uh, podcast today. <laughs> and second of all, when when you drive throughout the night and we're sleeping and you just wake up in the morning knowing you can't poop at night and you wake up in the morning and you just have to go. You have It's like clockwork. We've trained our bodies to just poop in the morning. And so the first conversation is like, where's the drop zone? And then here's the next one. How is it? <laughs> yeah, really on funny, a scale right? Scale of one to yeah. ten. This is the glamorous. No, yeah, this is the glamorous. I've, I've been like, there on rock, tour. Yeah, I know this is like it. the yeah. glamorous rock star stuff. Yeah. Now, sometimes you'll, you know, so for the most part, you'll have a really nice amphitheater or a very nice club, and it's not that big of a deal. But then if you're playing like a shed or you're playing the stage like somewhere, like we just did the show in uh, Ohio. Which was like this beautiful, like like camping river lake situation. It looked like a that that lake from Meatballs with Bill Murray back in the eighties, late seventies, and it was gorgeous, picturesque. But the only drop zones that they had were just porto potties. So now Ooh. it becomes a conversation of like, which is the best porto potty? <laughs> Think about that. What is the best porto potty to go drop in? You know, it's like, oh, go to the ones over second there. Second one to the left. Yeah, the second one of that, the one underneath the tree because it's shaded and it's not hot. Oh, my god! I'm telling you, like, this is like, yeah, it's like the it's rule number one. And now everybody who takes a poop, not Kim Jong-un, but everyone who takes a poop. <laughs> I have a butthole, Dave, and it's working overtime. <laughs> it's like everyone who poops understands like, OK, <clears throat> I want to be as comfortable and I have to get this done. Like, there's an urgency. The longer you wait, <laughs> the more urgent it becomes. And then all of a sudden, you're just fine. You find yourself grasping for straws on wherever you're gonna go. To me, since I've been home for the last 40, no, what? How, how long have I been home? 36 hours. 36 hours. About yeah. 36 hours. This morning, I woke up and I knew exactly where I was gonna go. <laughs> and it was like, oh, it was like heaven. I just, it just seemed so easy. Okay, <laughs> I know exactly where to go. I know exactly what to do. And it was just brilliant. Okay, okay. <laughs> Everyone out there, he's so animated right now. His eyes are closed. He's using his hands to talk. There's a small smile on his face. <sighs> this is how serious he is. It really is. <clears throat> and um, oh, Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, so I mean... <sighs> I, I think like if you ask me this question like six months from now, it, yeah, it might be something different. Um, but this is the pre the most pressing issue on this tour yet. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. And, and let me just say, if anyone finds themselves on a tour bus, um, that's basically someone's, it's their home. So you want to try to not even pee if possible. Go outside, go somewhere. But if you have to, ladies, if you find yourself on a tour bus, there's no putting toilet paper in the toilet. You are just immaculate to me. 
Thank you. No, I'm serious. So, ladies out there, if you do end up having to use the bathroom, first of all, only number one. Second of all, put the toilet paper in the trash can. Thank you. You will not be ridiculed, and you will be, uh, they will be very grateful that you know the, the road rules. <laughs> just, just saying. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Okay, where does that take us now, babe? Um, I think I'm going to answer this one, too. Okay. So the worst thing about you being on tour for me. So now this changes, and um, this time around, I was just talking with my friend Shauna the other day, and we were just checking in with each other, and, and I said, you know, I'm, I haven't been feeling very creative lately. I haven't really been tapping into, like, I, I, I sit down and I try to create workshops or content or whatever it is and I just feel like meh it's not it's not flowing and she's like I wonder what that is I feel that sometimes too I said yeah I haven't really put my finger on it I just realized when you got home because now I feel like the creative juices are just flowing I realized that this particular tour um, when you left I, I felt uninspired creatively Creatively, mm-hmm. creatively, yeah. Creatively, yeah. I felt uninspired, and I need to. I, I don't want to have to rely on you being around f- for me to feel creative and feel inspired. Right. I want to tap into that feeling that when you're here, I want that to be um, the norm. The norm, mm-hmm. yeah. And of course, creativity is going to ebb and flow. Um, but I'm, I'm just really grateful that I had that awareness around. Oh, okay, I see where it is. It, it, I'm uninspired because Kaleo's gone now how can i get that inspiration back while he goes back out on tour so for me the struggle um the worst thing about you being on a tour this time was having what what do you say nine or ten weeks of you being gone and me not realizing that i was uninspired because you were gone and not being able to harness that creativity um on my own without you being here so now that you now that i've had that awareness when you leave tomorrow morning for the next couple of days before i see you um, at least I have that awareness, so I can I can focus on doing the opposite of that. Okay, I got this. Absolutely. Not just wondering why do I feel so uninspired. Yep, you're taking yeah. that bounce. Abraham Hicks always says taking the bounce to the other side once you realize something. Yeah. So if you do something, think something, act on something, and it turns out to be um, exactly what you don't want, your negative emotion comes up. This is the experience of being a human being that I'm understanding. But when when she says take the bounce, the reason why you feel negative is because your higher self is already on the opposite of what that thing was. And that's the struggle, that's the pull. That's why that negative emotion happens. When you align with your, your higher self, that's when positivity happens. And that's when you know that you're on the right path. And sometimes it takes a very, very, stark contrast in order for you to realize even more about what you want because we all have the things that we want but there are some things that need a little more clarification and with that bounce and with that alignment and when you start feeling better when you start feeling good then you know you're on the right path you know Mm -hmm. and then you take that momentum you find that momentum and you go down that and you go down that and then there's going to be something else that comes up in your life that's gonna feel not good. Something's gonna happen that's not what you want. This is another opportunity for us to go, okay, I'm here right now, so let's take a look at this thing 
and like look at the opposite of it and then kind of just float your boat that way. Mm-hmm. So, okay, a little bit off now, but since you mentioned Abraham and it kind of goes along with this, this isn't a question, but this is a conversation via text that I had with a really dear friend this morning. Um, and of course, she's going to be nameless because mm-hmm. this is this is a, um, her stuff. And um, she is in a new relationship and the with a, a person who is just adoring her, and she's not used to it. And um, her question was, you know, I told him I don't even know what it means to be adored because he constantly tells me, tells me that. And my because she follows Abraham and actually so does he, um, my response was, try not to say that I don't know what it means to be adored. Instead, maybe just say thank you. Just receive it because then you're asking for more instead of rejecting it on a deeper level. Mm. So um, it was a really, really good conversation with her. I'm actually going to see her a little bit later today. And um, it's true. Like what are, what are we it, – it's important to realize what we don't want and then go to the opposite side of that instead of focusing on um, – what we're nervous about or what we're not used to. What is it that you want? Yeah. Focus on that. Yeah. So we have a lot, actually, as we're sitting here, we have more questions rolling in. (laughs) I keep pressing refresh. I kind of like this. It's like, it's like a live thing. It is kind of live, even Uh though it's not going to be live. We're taking questions live. Got it. Um, So I think we should, let's end here and let's re, let's do part two next week. Sounds good. All right. All I have right. a question for you. Well, I, I thought we were done. You want to go get some lunch? Oh, yes. Yeah, something that's not catering, I'm so in. <laughs> All right. All right, peace. Aloha.